Hello and welcome back to Novel Gaming, a podcast about video games and book with a year's worth of other pop culture. Oh. I'm Vicky. Oh, I'm, I'm Katie. Sorry, I screwed <laughs> over your name, Doug. <laughs> That's all right. We're really excited because Vicky's here. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and it feels right because oh. this is a this is like a, a tradition. Yeah. We have a tradition. We do. <laughs> I, I think I wasn't on this one last year. You were. I don't were you think not? I was. Well, you're back for you this. You were in, one. So in our hearts. You can't escape two years in a row. It's every other year. Tradition, the tradition so is like, at least every other year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the podcast does it every year, whether you're here or not. Uh, yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's on you, Vicky. Um, <laughs> it, it is on me. Um, but what we're doing is we're doing our, our uh, 2023 year in review. So we're talking about uh, a bunch of our favorite stuff that we consumed this year, whether it came out this year or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was kind of a doozy of a year. There's some pretty interesting stuff that happened this year. So uh, I'm excited to hear what people decide. But first, it's still novel gaming. So we got to catch up on some stuff we've been reading, watching, and thinking about. So Vicky, I would love for you to kick off, especially because you did text us that you have things you would like to say about... (laughs) Video games. What yes, do you yes. play? Oh my gosh, I have a list of things I want to say yeah! about everything. Um, <laughs> but I, so I have three video game related Hell things. Yeah. Damn, let's catch up. So the first, I know, I got to keep it brief. So the first <laughs> one is just a side note because I texted this to you all, but I need to say it for the good of all of our podcast listeners. Um, I beat Hades. Hell yeah. Yes, it finally happened. I persevered. I like never stopped liking the game. I just couldn't do it. And it had really been bugging me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a little bit of a push from home. I was like, oh, you really should beat that game because I think I'm going to play it. And <laughs> I can't handle that. Challenge. Uh, yes, I know. So it really didn't take me too, too long. Um, I also think the game was like being nice. or like, Oh, it, it does that. Yeah, it yeah, does yeah, that. Like if it you die. A little bit. It can like be like, hey, we'll 55 it- times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> we'll make yeah. it a little nicer for you. Yeah. So I'm going to take that. Um, oh, yeah. But yes. Still beat it. Yes. So Still that hard. is my note for the world. Yes. Um, I am actually like really proud of that accomplishment. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are. Congratulations again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I have this is number two. So have I talked to you all about Cult of the Lamb? A, a little. A little bit. Okay. Tell us more. So, okay. So Cult of the Lamb is literally what it sounds like so you play as this cute little lamb it's like it marries cutesy with super violent weird cult cult stuffness mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah and it's part um roguelike part um resource management you're a cult manager huh. so it really appeals to both ways i like to play video games like like, I like to go violent no i like to go <laughs> violent well i guess maybe like a cult uh and i like to manage resources and like have a vibrant community um i don't like the talking piece which kind do you have of to talk have to, to them a little bit because like your your members want things you uh, keep your followers happy. and you have to like yeah um but i i really thought i was gonna like it i do like it but it makes me so uncomfortable to play because to advance you get like certain specials and you have choices and it's like oh and i'm blanking because it's it's been a while because i've like stopped playing it um Mm -hmm. uh you could kill your followers oh if you sacrifice a follower you lose their loyalty you lose like 20 loyalty points but you gain like a strength boost or something for a short period of time 
or you can Damn. murder them in their sleep and you <laughs> lose this but you gain 20 loyalty points so it's like just what really... you gain loyalty if you kill them in because your sleep and Do people not they realize don't... yes because they don't realize that they were murdered and they just like disappear it's basically the oh thing. my gosh yeah, so it's like just uncomfortable stuff so it's a really yeah. great game but I don't know if I could finish it because it's just <laughs> yeah a lot. Well, it's good to know you like, still have like a code of morals, you know. <laughs> so, and that's so interesting yeah. because I think this has been a thing for me. Like, I think I'm right in the ship a little bit. Um, but this, Uh-oh. so this leads. What have you I done? Used to be completely amoral. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about all the religious texts I've been reading. No, it's a joke. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> No, so the third thing that I'm actually playing and excited about, this was um, a birthday present. So I got Chia. It's T-C-H-I. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's on, uh, I call it Game I Pass. A lot it's of not stuff. Game Pass, but the yeah. library. Yeah, and it's available <laughs> on quite a few consoles. Um, it is also looks like a cutesy game. Like, it'd be a, a nice family, like, kid game. Uh, but you play as a young girl named Chia who discovers some powers and goes on an adventure in New Caledonia, which is, like, a fr- French mm. territory um, near Australia, so, like, Pacific area. It's cool. It's very cultural. I am learning a ton. The developer... Oh, nice. one, one of the um, developers is from New Caledonia. So it's nice. very much, like, a, from experience. Uh, however, I was like, where's the butt? <laughs> there's the butt. They asked in the beginning if you wanted to play in family friendly mode because some scenes of violence might be too much for younger audience. Oh, mm-hmm. that's very nice. That's kind. You play God of War. Yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm good. I can't even say what just happened in the, the game because I don't oh, want to no. spoil it, but like, it's too freaking much. Uh, there's a lot of Whoa. blood. I, I'll say Whoa. this one thing because it's like, it's part of the story. And like, I've yeah. been lost doing collectibles. Um, so I, I've i been doing other things. So it's really in the beginning. But like, you cut a chicken's head off and then it's standing mm. there like bloody. And like, that's not even the worst thing. That's like a passing thing that happens like anecdotally. Damn. Um, that's dinner. So, there's, it's actually a sacrifice for Oh. An offering for the big bad. But anyway, so it's a very good oh. game, but I have debated putting on Family Friendly, but I also think that they put that violent stuff in there for a reason, so I'm having a hard time turning it off because if they're mm. trying to, like, tell a full yeah. story, I want the full story. But doesn't mm. feel, like, gratuitous and, like, unnecessary right. at the same time. No. The last thing that happened was, like, I, I don't know why you did that, um, but it and everything else hasn't been gratuitous. Mm. So... Dang. <sighs> Sorry. Interesting. That was yeah. a lot. And uh, that's not even like half my list of things that I'll say <laughs> later. Yeah. So anyway. No, that's uh, that's so interesting though, Vicky. Like Katie pointed out, like God of War is your favorite franchise. Yeah. So I'm like that's fascinated super bloody. by these two games. I wonder, yeah. I, I wonder if part of it is the graphics of it all. Because of it looking cutesy, then it feels different yeah. or something. Yeah, like that. Um, that is the thing that's like jarring me out of feeling not uh, what's the word it's like not numb but like you know when you're just yeah kind of like it's just like numb to it all but the kidsy cutesiness is like this doesn't feel right and then i'm able to see and like i know it's a cult simulator but like they're not your enemies in god of war they're your enemies like you're fighting them yeah yeah and the (laughs) so i think that's got to be part of it yeah and the chia stuff is like situational so it's it's not like i'm choosing to do this or like Finding things like this is a thing that happens as part of the story, and mm-hmm. I can't avoid it. Yeah. So. 
Damn. Games yeah. make you feel things. Oh, yeah, they I know. do. Look at I this know. art. <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, Katie, what are you playing? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still on my Baldur's Gate 3. Ooh, I'm going to be playing yeah. that game for like years. Um, but uh, I've played another game uh, that mm-hmm. is much, much shorter. Uh, it is called Venba. Ooh. Venba. Yes. Uh, and Tell us about Venba. Yeah, so Venba is like an indie game where you play as the titular character Venba. Uh, <laughs> and so Venba is a woman. I mean, it's it's about her and like kind of her life. So her family, her husband, she ends up having a kid. And you kind of follow them. It's a very short game, maybe like mm. two hours or less. Oh, wow. And you kind of follow them in time jumps. And Ooh. it's also a story of like immigration and immigrants. And so they are originally, I believe, from like India and they immigrate to Canada, maybe, mm. I think. And so it kind of explores that, explores family, uh, and explores fucking food and oh my gosh Ooh. so the mechanic in this game is cooking and it oh. made me want to eat so much food oh. <laughs> it all looked so good uh and for me the story was really good too i was emotionally impacted by it a couple of times um so uh it's really cool it does a, a span of time type of thing so you see them at different stages oh. of their lives um and you get to cook food throughout and it really made me want to eat a lot of food and like be like, maybe I can make, you know, dosa. I don't know Ooh. if I can make dosa, but that <laughs> game makes me feel like I can. That's awesome. Is the whole game and story told through the mechanic of cooking or are there like other mechanics involved? I mean, that's the main mechanic. There is some like, you know, you could choose different options for kind of like visual novel. You can choose different options for, mm uh Mm. conversation uh nice but i don't know how much they impact Mm. the story yeah sure so i think the same things happen all the time um and cooking is definitely the main one that's awesome yeah it's super cool i was interested because it sounded like uh like an interesting story i i think it's so there's the one game that we've referenced so many times bury me my love which is just sort of like uh, an immigrant story or a refugee story in that case uh, told through uh, a game. And I feel like uh, you can tell any story through a video game, but I don't feel like every story is told through video games. Correct. I feel like video games aren't often considered by sort of a, a critical mass of people to be the the quote right medium for that. Mm. So anytime there's a story that I feel like people wouldn't expect to be told through a video game, I'm interested. But then you said cooking and oh, I yeah. was doubly interested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, how many times do you get to play as a mom in video games? You know, you're so always a dad. Uh, when you're yeah. a parent, you're a dad. Uh, and yeah. so it's also cool to have that, you know, be... You play as her, you know? I mean, you play as one other character, too, that is not her, but you are her for most of the game. You are her. Yes. (laughs) Megan the Stallion. Yeah. (laughs) I'm her. 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 I don't know the rest of the word besides just repeating her. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good song. I'm trying to make a 
uh, pronoun playlist. <laughs> and oh, oh, there's yeah. like two songs on it. It's that song and like there's a Sam Smith song that's like him or something. Uh, so <laughs> oh, I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you see any, let me know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. For sure. <laughs> but Doug, what are you playing? I recently played a demo mm. for a game called Isle of Swaps. Hmm. And it is a game that is being developed by, I think, one person. That's the impression I get. I played it on Steam, and they describe the game as a deck builder roguelite. Um, But what caught my attention about it is that it is a card collecting and swapping game. Very blatantly inspired by Pokemon. Interesting. (laughs) And not only do you collect these cards... You get a binder in the game <gasps> no. to freaking keep them in. Is this my childhood? Is this all of our childhoods? Dude, the nostalgia is so strong. Oh, oh it's so good. Um, and I just can't wait for the game to actually come out. I played it a couple times. I played the first time I played it, I played it on stream and I didn't do very well. And the developer reached out to me to be like, let me give you some tips. That's amazing. Um, And once I had it down a little bit more, I was like, this game's actually like pretty layered and really cool. And I can't believe like only one person is making this. So um, so excited. And I just want to keep playing it, but it's like only in demo mode right now. So uh, is it on your computer? Like, is that how you played it? Yeah, it? I played it through Steam. Okay. Um, yeah, that's how I streamed it. Um, and I think, I mean, I have to imagine that being a one-person show, it's probably only going to be on mm, Steam. Okay. Um, but it would be a great game on any console, I think. Oh, that's so cool. That's so fun. Yeah. Do you oh, have any favorite so good. cards? Yeah. Like, yeah. What are the, <laughs> so what What kind of things are on the cards? It, they look like Pokemon cards. Oh, okay. Are there shinies? They, they straight up look like Pokemon Holographic? cards. There aren't any. Well, there's like some cards that sparkle, oh, and nice. they have like a rarity system, ju- like identical to Pokemon. So like common cards have a circle, mm-hmm. uncommon cards have a diamond, and then rare cards have a star and they sparkle. Oh, um, you have booster packs. There's a booster pack oh, vending machine. Damn, you can good. go to the store and buy individual cards. Whoa. All the characters are like little Animal Crossing style like Aww. animal characters that's cute um it's so good but yeah the cards look straight up like pokemon cards um there are maybe like a half a dozen artists who mm. uh contributed some art and then i f- my understanding is that the developer is doing all the other art Damn. like uh which is wild yeah um but yes my favorite card right now there's a there's a little bug it's an electric bug named Corusect. Mm. it's like a little musical themed bug um, and there's a specific combination of cards that you can put together. I was on the receiving end of this and it really sucked and I hated it. <laughs> but I can't wait to like add it to my like add those cards to my deck yeah. and to do use it to it someone on else. Other people. Hell yeah. 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 It's awesome. Oh, that's so neat. good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when it comes out, you all better believe I'm gonna be constantly telling people to get this game. Hell yeah. Nice. Well, hey, Vicky. Yeah. What you been reading? Mm. I don't think, well, you probably could guess, but I was going to say, I don't think you'd be able to guess what I've been reading. Um, Spare. Oh, uh, so I started it and then <laughs> I'm midway through. So that's um, Prince, Prince Harry's, oh. former Prince Harry's book, but I The Crown, you were final season. Spear. No, no. Wait, I have, a, I have a question. Yeah. 
former Prince Harry, is he just Harry? Do they have no. a last name? Oh, God. It's like Harry uh, Windsor. The oh, Windsor. Yeah, that but I, last name. Uh, I think it's... Uh, Harry Markle. Yeah, that, that should be there what it is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I it's I think a very long convoluted last name. Oh sure, one of those. I'm butchering it, but that's it's right. something that's like so that. Fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. So not um, spare. Not, not spare. spare. No, no, no. Uh, it's on my good guess, Kindle, though, but maybe I'll go back. Yeah, that was a good guess. <laughs> um, I've been reading some tarot. <gasps> oh! 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 <laughs> Vicky, you need to tell us everything. Okay. Well. So I actually really liked it. So um, Doug gifted me with a Lord of the Rings themed tarot deck. I have never had any experiences with tarot. This deck is beautiful and pretty to look at. Um, I was very intimidated to like figure it out, play with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, touch it. I didn't want to like do the wrong thing without like understanding what I was doing. Um, And it took me a long time to like feel like I could set it up or like try and do something yeah. um but then it took like 10 minutes and i was like oh this is Hell yeah. uh, so one of the things <laughs> you i had to you're, you had to grow close to you each were tuning other. well and that's no that's exactly tuning, what it says so that. like you're supposed to look at the cards and you know see what kind of feelings they evoke and maybe keep a journal which i do not have um but i i did want to spend some time like trying to say like okay what are, cups swords mm-hmm you know, want, like, what are these things? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a little bit of reading and then I did, uh, um, in the Lord of the Rings version, the guide mm-hmm. recommends like to start with a trilogy. So you pull three cards. Um, you're supposed to ask a question. Mm-hmm. So my question, and this is where the internet was a little bit helpful. I didn't watch any videos, but I did, I read on it. Um, mm-hmm. it was just like, what am I supposed to learn today? Hmm. Like Ooh. from the cards, Good question. which yeah, yeah, and yeah. like broad, not specific, because I, I don't really know. I didn't even know what I was looking for. And uh, the interesting thing is like it's not like predicting the future, but it's just like a self-exploration tool, which is pretty neat. So I pulled um, the eight of swords, the seven of swords, and then the three Damn, of you're doing cups. the full deck. I feel like the, uh, the only reason I say that is I feel like some people only do like – Oh really? The like full art. Well, the I can't major, what I think called. major arcana. Major arcana. The face yeah. cards. I, that's awesome. Well, see, I didn't even know, so maybe that's like part Do what of it. you it's want, just, Vicky. Like, oh yeah, that's but, what felt right to look. Look at the whole deck. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But basically, what it told me, uh, and then so you do your three. There's an order, and then the the first one is like what the problem is, or like what's the thing that's bugging you. The other one, the second is like what's the barrier, and the third is like what's something you could do. Um, so the first one, it was Shelob was on the card and I had looked at it as I was shuffling. Translate for us who don't know Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Shelob Shelob. is the spider, uh, the giant spider, uh, who, uh, Gollum leads Frodo to, um, and then Frodo, it gets like petrified. She's going to snack him up, but then Sam comes and saves the day. Yeah, he Um, does. Yes. (laughs) But Shelob is like, there's a whole backstory with Shelob. Um, a deeper character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's pretty cool. Um, so that told me that my problem was like self negativity and like self doubt. Mm. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but like I needed to get out of my own head because like I can mm. do things like Good myself message. stopping myself. 
Yeah. And then the barrier was uh, listening to other people. Ooh. Um, Whoa. Like you might have other people like telling you things or hearing, you know, you're hearing things, but like trust your gut, trust yourself because like you know the Dude. answer. Yeah. And then the thing I could do was celebrate. It literally was like, take a break. Like you've worked hard. Like you step Damn. back, look at your accomplishments. Yeah. Yes. So I just finished almost, I've got to submit two things, but like my first semester in a PhD program, um, there's yeah. some other big things this year and it was just like, celebrate. So I was like, yeah. oh. I like this. This was a good Hell first yeah. attempt. Those <laughs> cards read you down. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. did like, you read the cards or did they read you? <laughs> yeah. So self-exploration tool. I'm all for it. I love that. That's so yeah. exciting. The I can't remember who told me this, but somebody said that their partner was really into tarot, but... Like the way that they did it was every morning they drew a card and they just like meditated on the meaning Ooh, of that card. That's cool. Um, and that was the first time I had ever heard anybody sort of describe it that way. Mm-hmm. So it makes so much sense the way that you're describing it as like, yeah, it's not meant to be predictive necessarily, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, it can just be reflective or meditative. Yeah. And I think that helped me feel more comfortable with it because I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to do something. Or like I don't want to know things necessarily. Like, damn, you should have read know. what was that book we just read about not asking questions to those. Ooh. Doug, it, you chose it. What? Ursula K. Le Guin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh God, yeah, on the spot. The name of this book. Not the Lathe uh, of Heaven. Uh, the Left Hand of Darkness. No. There, it there, there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Nice. You're smart. You learned the, a lesson from that book without even reading it. Yeah. Yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thanks for the tarot cards doug they're pretty cool yeah of course i'm glad you like them yeah. for i mean i i you both know this but like i got them for vicky specifically because they were lord of the rings and had cool art it's and i was like beautiful. i have no idea if she's gonna care at all about <laughs> like the tarot of it all but i bet she'll appreciate the art yeah. so it makes me really happy that actually you are enjoying them yeah, yeah yeah it's really cool so i will probably reach for them again as i feel called says hell yeah. Hell yeah. The, the guide included and you got to celebrate before you do that though oh, hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool uh katie what are you reading yeah i wish i wasn't going after you because that was so cool um i just finished reading a book called never ever getting back together by sophie gonzalez <laughs> <laughs> um so it's not about taylor swift okay um it is uh, romance book uh, where the basic plot premise is there is a reality TV show where the main person on the show asks a bunch of their exes to come back for like a second shot at love. And there are two, there are multiple characters, but there are two kind of characters who you hear their perspective from um and so it's the journey of them being on the show and Mm. the main like person they're all there the date may or may not be an asshole and there may or may not be some queer stuff that happens of course Uh, (laughs) and it's good Uh, it's like a fun uh, read and it was interesting i don't watch a ton of like dating reality tv shows anymore um so i have no idea how much of what happens in this would feel like what happens in like the bachelor or whatever else is on now (laughs) um because all i've watched was queer love ultimatum um and 
they didn't have challenges like they did in this one. So, but it was really <laughs> fun. Uh, it was fun to read. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so intrigued by this. <laughs> yeah. Do they talk or like when they were sharing or like going through it, do they talk about any like the I know it's fake, but I'm really interested in like what happens in reality shows that's like off camera like i just read um oh i was actually i was in the car and i didn't get to hear the end of it but nick from i think the second season of love is blind was saying like when they go to like the lobby area to like hang out and like talk before um they're in the pods Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a real place that they live. Like, then they leave and go to a hotel. Like, it's just a made-up <laughs> space. So, like, I would be interested if in that book, like, they made up, like, what happens behind the scenes or, like, if that came into play at all. Yeah, they definitely have, like, so, like, there are characters that are, I don't remember what they're called, but, like, one of the characters that the two kind of main characters talk to is the person who works on the show that is, like, there Ooh, to yeah. assist them and, like... yeah getting ready their handler and, yes their handler their handler um, oh god and is that a real term cold. okay <laughs> yeah and like they'll have like scenes where you know okay we gotta like reshoot this a couple times so can you say that again type of wow. stuff so there is some oh of that god. like love it yeah uh-huh there is definitely that's some cool. of that oh that's amazing yeah i'm gonna end up reading this romance book on <laughs> If you want to talk about it, a friend recommended it to me. So let me be the friend that recommends it to you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like fun. Uh, but Doug, if not uh, romance books, what are you reading? I have been listening to, uh, and I've been kind of chipping away at it slowly because the chapters are so short. Mm. And the the teller of these stories, uh, I have great admiration for, but is not especially wordy. Uh, I've been working through Woman and Me Hell by Britney Spears. Yes. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> Katie, you finished it? I did. Okay. I finished it pretty quickly. <laughs> it is. Have you read any of it or listened to any of it, Vicky? No, I'm on a hold list. Gotcha. But you can it is... ruin, spoil away. That's fine. Well, no, there's nothing necessarily to spoil. Well, I guess there's some stuff to spoil because like, I just got to some of the like Justin Timberlake chapters and oh. was like shocked. Oh. Not even by some of the... like. Like, the one thing that was making the rounds was, like, an interaction that Justin Timberlake had with Genuine, where he was being a fool. That doesn't surprise me. There's other stuff I was, like, genuinely shocked about where I was like, did anybody know this? Did she just, like, break this news? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Wow. Yeah, wild, wild, wild stuff. Um, But it is such an interesting memoir because she really... I, I don't think she would claim to be a writer... So she doesn't have like an ego about writing. She writes like the exact same way she talks. Like she is not the one reading the audiobook for a really interesting reason that she says in the introduction. Um, But like, even though Michelle Williams is the one narrating, it still sounds like Britney Spears, not like literally her voice, but like her, her writing voice. Like it's so, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's so, it's so wild. It's so easy for me to hear her, even though I'm literally hearing a different person. Wow. Um, and it's just not how I'm used to hearing memoirs. So it's fascinating in so many ways, like content wise and just the book itself and its structure. That's awesome. That makes me happy that she was able to like write as herself and it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like somebody came in and was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to change this a little bit. So that's, yeah, I that's was great. wondering, cause I was like, is this one of those situations where she just like talked to somebody and then they wrote the memoir, you know, mm-hmm. cause that, that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it is so believable that she wrote this. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was an editor, but yeah. like, 
it sounds like her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oof, I hope I get off that list soon. I, I do want to look. I have it on audio, I think. I do want to nice. hear it. It's good listening to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It will also make you really mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Brit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Well, is there anything anyone's thinking about um, generally or other stuff that you're consuming that we didn't get to? So I, this is one of the things on my list. Uh, and yeah. This is old news by far. Uh, but this past weekend, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, wow. I still need to freaking watch that. that. Yeah. I keep forgetting that it exists. Stop. How much did you cry? Oh my God. The entire <laughs> fucking thing. That's what I wanted to talk about because I'm still upset about it. And I asked, I watched it with my parents um, mm-hmm. and with my husband. And yeah. I, my mom came home like halfway through and had already seen it. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, no, this is terrible. And she's like, yeah. oh, okay. And, and then I asked Colin, I was like, I'm like really bothered by this. Like, I don't think they needed to do this. And he's like, Damn. and I said, like, am I wrong? And he's like, I think you're making too big of a deal. <laughs> I, I have so heard I a okay, lot that's of good. somebody who um, I work with who really likes horror movies is like, some of the it. animal stuff. Yes. And that's. Hey, but, uh, yeah. Did either of you play the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game? No. No. Okay, that game I think gets into the same mm, stuff okay. as this movie, and I I I had a feeling that was the case when James Gunn said it was going to focus on a particular character, yeah. and I was like, oh no, this movie's going to absolutely wreck me. And then I kept seeing little bits and pieces, and I was like, shit, I was right. They're doing that story, and I don't. Maybe there's a part of me that hasn't watched it because I know not ready that I'm going to have to be in like a particular state to yeah to endure it. Yeah, I <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> I thought like I the way they set up the trailer was like, oh, this is gonna be heavy. I heard it was heavy. Somebody else had told me that like, oh, I cried, uh, but nobody told me that they bawled multiple times. Um, and I thought the sadness was gonna come from like, and I don't even remember. I like Endgame. Um, I remember Gamora like was sacrificed. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was the source of the sadness, not the other stuff the the animal stuff so it was it was rough yeah it was rough so Mickey, i'm you... gonna tell you what your tarot card tarot cards told you and don't listen trust your gut you know thank you maybe that's what yes yes yeah like it was fucked up um so affirm me when you watch it and oh definitely honestly, i cry at commercials i, I would have so. watched it had i known oh, oh. No. It, no, 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 no so there is resolution and it is fine. Like I'm fine with how it went, but like it felt kind of like trauma porny a little bit, you know, like, Oh wow. I, again, I don't know. I don't know. I'm also very sensitive as we know. Um, <laughs> so yes, that's, I wanted to talk about that. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I, it's, it's a reminder for me to finally freaking watch it. Because yeah. I love the Guardians movie so yeah. much. And I think I'll enjoy this one. I just think it will simultaneously wreck me. Yeah. yeah. And I that's the other thing is like, it still has very Guardian-y elements. I, mm-hmm. I do think it was misplaced because we would go from like one serious cutscene to then a joke. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you can't it just It is Guardians. Like, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was, mm, mm. So let me know. I will. I will absolutely <laughs> text you once I've seen it. Thanks. <laughs> but that's all. 
What about you, Katie? Thinking about anything? Um, not. I started watching a show called Catherine the Great, and so I just want to keep saying oh, indeed yeah. to people because that is something <laughs> they say a lot. So, like, before we started recording, you're like, everybody ready? I was going to be like, indeed. indeed. Uh, so I'm just thinking about the word indeed and uh, nice. Catherine the Great. Yeah. How about you, Dad? I wish you had and not mentioned why you were doing it and just, <laughs> just kept constantly us. saying indeed. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, I've been thinking about the Pokemon Illustration Contest. Um, I don't know what this is. Hmm? Okay, I will tell you. Please. So, uh, oh, like, they don't do it every year, I don't think, because I don't think they did it last year, maybe? I'm not really sure. Or there's been years where it hasn't happened. Um, but there is a Pokemon trading card game illustration contest oh. um, where they give you a theme and they give you, I think, 10 Pokemon that you are allowed to choose from. And you make art and submit it uh, and try to get your art on a card. Is it all ages? It is. You have to be age of majority. So it's like 16 oh, or 18, fine. depending on which country you live in. And oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah, good. Seniors This is not a children's yeah, yeah. competition. Masters, yeah, good. Yeah, this is for adults. <laughs> good. <laughs> the reason it came across my radar is because my niece really wants to do Aww. it, but she's not old enough to do Aww. it yet. So then she was like, Uncle Doug, you <gasps> have to do it. So I'm like, damn, I think I have to try. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you have to. My, Submit and something. my 11-year-old niece has commanded it. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been thinking about it a lot. Like, just legitimately, it's, like, been occupying so much of my brain space because I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> so today I was, like, I was like looking through previous entries and stuff like that and trying to, like, find some styles and whatnot that I was like, I like this mm-hmm. um, and try to try to figure something out. So That's uh, awesome. the illustration contest. Hell yeah. It, what are the Pokemon or, like, what, are you feeling called to any of the ones that they said you can – no, I really wish that uh, I wish I wish I had done a previous year. Mm. Um, it is because like there's a couple Pokemon that are in it every time, like literally a couple. It's Charizard and Pikachu are always mm-hmm. um, options. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Um, but they change the other ones around, and it's interesting because they're not always predictable. Like just because Scarlet and Violet came out doesn't mean it's all Scarlet and Violet Pokemon. Oh, neat! So the list is Charizard, Pikachu, Eevee, Feraligatr from gold and silver which was like a wild Throwback. pull right flygon absol bidoof oh god uh, i'm kind of drawn to bidoof to be honest yeah um m- yeah melmetal toxtricity Ooh. and Coridon from Ooh. scarlet nice um and the theme is uh magical pokemon moments so i'm like what do i do with yeah. these? what does that mean yeah, so I uh, it's going to be interesting to figure out you can what to do here. Bidoof and Tox... I always struggle saying it. Toxicity. Uh, <laughs> falling That's in right. love. <laughs> oh. That would be pretty magical, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like the idea of two Pokemon falling in love. Yeah. Maybe I'll explore that. Yeah, explore it. <laughs> that would be magical. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty magical. Yeah. Love is magical. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I did not know that yeah. existed. Please share. Yeah. Please share. Drafts is there a voting? Final. No, there's like a panel of judges. That's of course. Mostly like current Pokemon artists and then like president of whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
So it's like very official. But they do choose, I think, like 300 Whoa, uh, like wow. honorable mentions, you know? So nice. like they'll still publish 300 additional cards or, or art in addition to uh, the winners. Yeah. That's so, so cool. It would be like, I think my niece will be stoked if I even finish something and submit it. Yeah. Um, but how freaking cool would it be? If I had art on a website that she could look yeah. at, like basically forever, <laughs> it'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be so, cool. We'll see how I'm it rooting goes. Rooting for you. You're rooting for me. Rooting for, for you. you. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> um, well, on that very relevant note. <laughs> Um, let's move into our topic here. We're doing the year in review, the 2023 one. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, we're talking about some of our favorite media we consumed this year. So it doesn't necessarily have to have come out this year. Um, I think in previous iterations, it's been a mix, um, of stuff. So, uh, the only real rule we have, uh, is that there has to be one video game on the list and one book on the list. Because that is our bread and butter. <laughs> that's what we talk about all the time. So uh, that's what uh, that's what we're doing. I don't know if there's any other setup we really need. Am I forgetting anything? We'll do round robin style type yeah. of thing. I think that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, hey, guest of honor, Vicky. Oh, that is me. You want to kick us off? Sure, I will. Hell yeah. <laughs> so. This list and this year uh, has been a little bit different for me. So mm-hmm. you two know, but the greater podcast world does not know. Um, mm. I had a baby this year. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Yes. So that's bow, 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 baby bow, just bow. dropped. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I took a step back from the pod. Aww, thanks for sharing that on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, special. You know. He's here. The baby's it's, super cute. It's real. Uh, so. The baby's canon. The baby oh. is canon. <laughs> yes, he is, he is birthed into the podcast sphere. Uh, so he's sleeping right now, which is great. Um, but a lot of what's on my list either has a tie to him or has uh-huh. like been a part of my who I am now. Uh, so yeah. I thought it was relevant to mention. Also, I love, I love talking that. about him. I totally understand why parents do that um <laughs> so no surprise but what what's kicking well, off we this... love hearing about them yeah oh, yeah thank you i appreciate that um what's kicking off my list is death stranding the game Ooh. Um, <laughs> your baby's favorite game my baby's favorite game because and I, 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 oh yeah i think i told you are you gonna this. tell the story yeah because this game put me into labor that's how emotionally moved i was um i so i had the baby a week and a half early um, incredible and i went into early labor like two days before we had him um but i was playing this game and i i finished it and Mm -hmm. it just was too much like i just felt too many things i there i don't know there's no stitch like this is not a proven thing but this is like no I'm it's real starting it's proven labor pains evidence right in front of us yes, yeah i know so um incredibly moving game i also just love the gameplay um it is a walking mm. simulator pretty much you go and you deliver things uh, there's a little yeah. bit of strategy to it uh, but i i like being able to like check things off the list Mm-hmm. So that's also a good plug for it. And then um, it's very musically driven. So I, I do think I talked oh. about it on the pod last year when I had started it. But like you'll be 
walking and then all of a sudden the the screen will pan and you know you're you're playing as Norman Reedus as Sam um, you get a little bit small and you see like this beautiful background and then music will come in um, and they'll even put like who the artist is and the song title on the screen and I've just not played a oh. game that's ever done that where it didn't and it and it feels like normal like it's not a cinematic weird... moment yeah yeah mm. it's really beautiful um, so one of the bands that's heavily featured is called Low Roar um, so I started listening to Low Roar. Ooh. a lot um one because I, I liked it in the game but then i was sad i beat the game and then also i felt like <laughs> i had this connection to this game um, yeah. but when the baby would be crying in the car i would put on low roar and he would just chill no out. way yeah, yeah. so low roar is um kind of like a whispery music sound like yeah. soft not soft rock that makes it sound really dated um, <laughs> some sugar ray no no but like kind of like fleet foxes e um, e that's like the best comparison because i like fleet foxes yeah, yeah. so i like similar stuff um mm-hmm. so death stranding listen to low roar hopefully you don't end up with a baby at the end of it but maybe you do <laughs> maybe you do incredible yeah way to kick this off so january 16th that is how i started my year oh my gosh i am so glad you went first (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing katie what's on what's on your list i was say doug you want to go second uh i can i can Uh, i mean i i could go i don't have a cool baby story um or associated with any of my games unfortunately. <laughs> um but uh so a lot of the stuff that I am picking for this year came out this year but there's um one thing that did not come out this year so I'll start with that one cuz I think I also watched that first um mm. or interacted with it first and that is everything everywhere all at once. <gasps> yeah. So it was like a super huge movie last year yeah. people really loved it last year and i really loved it this year because i saw it this year yeah uh, and it is a movie that I, I feel like is best experienced without knowing a lot about what it is uh, mm. but i will say it's a movie about family and about kindness and about understanding and there's some queerness in there as well uh and it's just so good and very trippy <laughs> <laughs> I, I started watching it um, on a plane, and then oh. the baby woke up, and I couldn't finish it. Oh, no. Um, but I remember, like, I, I don't know much about it. I know I want to watch it. And, like, 15 minutes in, some weird stuff starts happening. I'm like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I did not know this is where we're going. But I yeah. would like to go back to it. Ugh. Yeah. Thanks for reminding it's me. It's a very – I would, yes, very much encourage you to. And feel free to text me okay. as you watch it. <laughs> I will do that. That's fantastic. Very good. Doug, what about you? Yeah, I guess um, technically one of mine overlaps with last year. I think it started last year and ended this year. Um, But I feel like, well, and the show itself started several years ago, but I feel like it hit its stride this particular season. Um, Game Changer Season 5 specifically has been such a highlight of my year. Um, I love the show Game Changer on Dropout just all the time, but I really feel like they upped the ante so much this yeah. past season. They kicked off the season with an episode called Sam Says 2, and I really thought, I was like, 
damn, they really started with the best episode they could have made because (laughs) it just automatically started breaking sort of like the boundaries of the show. And then they just kept doing that over the course of the season. And like the two that were my absolute favorites are Escape the Green Room, which blew my mind when they did it. Um, So if you want to check out an episode and you want to be convinced that this is a show worth spending your time and money on, watch Escape the the Green Room. But then they also did a second season, a second iteration of their (laughs) Survivor-inspired episode. It was four parts. Oh, my gosh. And they had a bunch of reality TV personalities as guest judges on the show. It was amazing. And it was a surprise. They didn't tell anyone they were doing it. They said the season was over. And then they said, but wait, there's more. is it? Yeah. Huh. So it's just, it's, it's amazing. They also, they did an Emmy push this year. Mm. Like they didn't like Sam Reich is running the company dropout basically. Um, and he is like a pretty not flashy dude. And I think people kind of pressured him into submitting game changer for an Emmy because they were like, you're making an incredible product. And this season mm-hmm. started gaining attention from like, media outlets that otherwise had never mentioned these sort of made for you know web sort of series um but i really think they deserve those nods because this season was just unbelievable and if i'm in a bad mood it is guaranteed something i can put on game changer and the show make some noise which is also on Mm. dropout guaranteed will turn my mood around yeah so absolutely been a highlight of my past year yeah that's a good pick yeah. And for Game Changers, a game show where the game changes every show. Every episode, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Ale- it's so yeah. good. And it's a bunch of like improv and comedians, mm-hmm. uh, improv artists and comedians who are like the contestants and stuff. Wayne Brady was on well, Make Some Noise. <laughs> he was on Make, was some, on noise. make some Noise. Yeah. Make Some Noise is a spinoff of Game Changers. So it's uh, yeah. all, you know, same Connected. shared universe. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Now, yeah. if uh, so, I've not watched it. Would mm-hmm. you recommend that I start with this season, or should I watch an older season to like calibrate first? I think you could start. You well, yeah. From you could start anywhere. Honestly, you could do whatever. Level. Jump. Okay. I jumped around okay. when I yeah. watched. I don't. It, it's not a show that requires um, any sort of like continuity. The only real continuity is like the show that became Make Some Noise mm-hmm. had like the same three people come back over and over. Because it was popular. But okay. even then, like, you don't need to know anything. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Like start fun. anywhere. <laughs> it's great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, what's next on your list, Vicky? Uh, so, I think the last time I was on the podcast, I talked about how I was watching Outlander. Yeah, you oh, did. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am so sucked into it. Still. Yeah. Holy <laughs> hell, yeah. So, this Amazing. is... Amazing. And I, I, you know, I could go back and listen to myself, and I'm think I probably said like I'm a person who likes to read the book before I watch the show but the show is so good that like I'm gonna stick with Mm -hmm. it I stopped watching the show after the second season because it was so good that I wanted to read the books damn then continue the show yes it is I don't know why it's just so good it is so good (laughs) Um, it's all that history uh, yeah it's like not but it doesn't feel like too heavy history Mm -hmm. um the book is less racy than the show they dial back the <laughs> <movie> <laughs> time. wagging her finger at us 
Yeah. <laughs> We're being chastised right now. No, I'm just thought, FYI, listen up, my little school marm. I don't know. Don't get um, spicy, you two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. They dial it back. They uh, do like a, a page break when those things happen. So, sometimes, sometimes. Oh, so you can like jump and skip. They like don't write it. Something be like, oh, oh that's like oh, they leave it to your imagination. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's as spicy as you black. want it to be. Yeah, yeah. basically. Bring so, your own spice. For me, it's yeah. like no spice, but you all do. <laughs> you want. Um, so I'm not. I'm, I'm taking it very slow, uh, and I could do that because I watch. So I, the, a book is a season. So mm-hmm. um, since I watched the first two, I'm like very slowly chunking through chapters. It is a big ass book. Um, but I mm. like it, and I can't wait to find out like what happens next with hell yeah, Larry, uh-huh. Jamie. So that's yeah, so awesome. It's, it's been I'm surprised that like I've stuck with it, but I'm still thinking about it, and it's been at least six months. So big part Damn. of my year. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, what's next for you? Yeah, my next uh, pick is uh, going to be in a, a video game. And uh, the video game I am going to, well, one of the video games I'm going to pick for my list this year is a little game called Season. Season was a game that came out earlier this year uh, in like the first quarter of the year, I think. And it's a game where you play, I don't even know if the character has a name, uh, but you are leaving your hometown because something is happening and you need to go out into the world and capture it. So you have a camera, you take pictures, you make a little scrapbook, you have a recorder, you record like nature sounds and stuff and you put that in there. You unlock like memories that you have with of interactions that you've had with folks from your hometown and like your family. And it's a very beautiful game both in like story and feeling and also visuals and sound. And it's just a really, it's like at your own pace. Let's like wander around this beautiful kind of abandoned space and try to capture it for the future. It's so fucking cool. Huh. What did you play it on? I played it on PlayStation 5, but I think... It's on a couple different platforms. I don't think it's on Switch though. This is the one where you like make an album, like you make a uh, book basically of everything. Yeah, you a find. scrapbook. Yeah. yeah, I did start playing that by the way. Oh, I don't know if I ever told you that. <laughs> no, Doug. <laughs> it it feels cool. like a poem to me. Yeah. Like the game feels like a poem. Oh, that's cool. I was. It seems right up your alley with like the naturey bits and like recording the sounds and. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. That seems really nice. Yeah. It is really nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm so excited you started playing that, Doug. You'll have yeah. to let me know when you get back to it. Yeah, I've been so distracted by my new computer that I've played almost nothing uh, outside <laughs> of one thing I'm going to mention later. Cool. <laughs> well, what are, what are you going to mention next? Yeah, I am going to mention my book. I've only got one book on my list this year. Um, and I did talk about it on the podcast, so I won't talk about it too, too much here. But... Probably my favorite book I read this year uh, was Raw Dog by Jamie Loftus. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the hot dog book. The hot dog book. <laughs> Raw Dog, The Naked Truth About Hot Dogs. Hell um, yes. And it's, it's, an, it's a nonfiction book. It's a road trip uh, history of hot dogs and um, sort of like labor 
book. Um, but it just, I was so excited it happened. I'm such a fan of her, her work. And I, I only to that point had heard her on podcasts because she hadn't written any books yet. So (laughs) when I heard she was writing a book, I was so excited and it lived up to it. Uh, and it was a joy. So (laughs) I just, for, for the book itself and the sort of like journey of following her, uh, sort of get to the point where she was writing a book. It, it, it brought me so much joy. (laughs) You're reminding me, I still need to read that. Oh, you gotta. (laughs) Is it, uh, like you read it, read it. Like there's no audio. No, there's a, she reads she, it. Oh, she does. I, I oh. listen to it. That's, I specifically listen to it because yeah. I'm so used to hearing her tell her stories. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. I'm going to put it on hold right now if I have it. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yay. I was so excited when I saw it on the shelf at the library. I was like, yes, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What do you got, Vicky? Uh, so I've got Taylor Swift on my list. Ooh. Oh, never ever getting back together. Yeah, I gave you a look when you said that because I was like, oh, are we going to have a, a double T Swifty moment? Uh, so Taylor Swift has kind of come back into my life this year. Yeah. Uh, I remember a colleague that we had that was mm-hmm. super obsessed with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, and this was a couple years after, like, I really like Taylor Swift, and then I kind of petered out, and then this colleague was, like, super obsessed. So I, I listened to her stuff in 2011, 2012, and then mm-hmm. all of her like early, early stuff. Ago. Yeah. Uh, and I then know. all of a sudden, like, you know, she's never stopped being a big deal, but it was like, whoa, she's a really big deal. Uh, so this year, um, I have been listening to a playlist on Spotify called the Taylor Swift method, which was made by, (laughs) what is that? What does that mean? Oh, so I'm going to cheat a little bit. Uh, One of my later things also, uh, I learned this from one of my later listing elements. Um, but it's a podcast put together by a mom and it's all like very, um, melancholic Taylor Swift songs that calm baby down, babies down. <laughs> this is my other trick. That's like, the method. If low roar isn't working, we'll put on the Taylor Swift method, and then boom, the energy in the room That's just like so funny. comes down. And like usually, it's a good like bedtime thing. Mm. So I've learned a lot of new newer Taylor Swift songs through that playlist. But I also, mm. out of happenstance, ended up going to the eras. To her movie, Vicky. How do you? The movie, the movie, the movie, the movie. Okay, how do you? I'm still gonna have questions, but I was about to like fall out of my chair if you said the Eras tour. I did try and get tickets, but did not get them. Um, Yeah. No, we we we, I saw the movie because somebody, my old boss, had bought tickets and then couldn't go, and they were gonna go to waste. So me. That's still impressive. Oh yeah, we went. Even getting tickets to that movie was hard. I know. That's why she had (laughs) bought them so far in advance, and then like they traveled. Um, So I went, and it was fun. Like I never. like that girl, I did not know it was like three and a half hours. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> it's so long. And she's just performing the whole time. And I asked my sister, who's uh, more familiar with like music production and stuff, like, is she really singing? Or like, are they, like, not that she was um, like lip syncing, but it sounds very good. Mm-hmm. And she is just like pure talent. And then all the dancing and the choreography and the, all of it. Like, I yeah. have such a newfound respect for Taylor Swift. One, for calming my baby down, but two, for just being, like, <laughs> such a pro and mm-hmm. not losing her cool. And also, like, she's been performing for 
so long, like since she was 16 mm-hmm. and she's already yeah. like, holy shit. Um, yeah. So I'm was a Swifty and now I'm a Swifty again. So <laughs> a question Fantastic. for the movie. Yeah. Did they show any of the like openers or was mm-hmm. it just Taylor Swift? It was just Taylor Swift. So mm. it, it's an interesting like way they produced it. But basically it's like they show this. It was the L.A. Um, tour or the L.A. Mm-hmm. concert. So they show the stadium and then they like zoom in um, and they they kind of elevated some of like the tricky things that they do on stage. They added some like movie magic to it to give it a little bit more finesse, uh, which was kind of cool, but it was outrageous. I cannot believe it. There were so many, this was, it was a seven thirty showing. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said, it was like three and a half hours, all these little kids, all these tiny little girls and like little boys. And they ran uh-huh. to the front and they were dancing and like scream uh-huh. singing. I was going to ask what your crowd was like because I kept hearing like so many different things about different kinds of audiences. It was adorable. It was like the, I like had goosebumps. Like you couldn't not smile because like they were just so excited to be there. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, they're just like dancing and I'm like, you don't know what you're singing about, but okay. (laughs) So yeah, it was But one day you will. I know. Please stay little, don't ever, no heartbreak. Yes, yeah, so that's so cool. G Swift, man, the nice. coolest. Yes, yeah. what a surprise! I know, I know. It's a weird <laughs> year for me. What can I say? Yeah, <laughs> Katie, what's what's next for you? Yeah, so I uh, I'm gonna highlight my. I only have one book on my list. My book next, and the book that I'm gonna uh, that was my favorite from this year is called "You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight" by Kaylin Barron. Mm. Ooh. Um, and I might have talked about this on the podcast. I truly can't remember, and I didn't look back to check. <laughs> um, but the book is queer, and it is set at a like horror escape room type of thing. Oh, so it's at a camp, and people pay to go and experience basically being in a slasher film. And so there's all these like high school kids who are you know, running it and everything. And then, whoa, do people start actually dying? <gasps> whoa. Maybe. <laughs> Things uh, go sideways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was fun. And there was some like kind of, you know, otherworldly stuff kind of happening too, or some otherworldly vibes. So it was very cool. And it wasn't super scary. Mm. Um, okay. So I think a lot of people would, be able to read this um even if you're not super into like horror stuff uh but yeah it was a fun book it sounds super fun yeah (laughs) i'm like a little surprised with the horror scary thing that that even like ended up on your reading list radar yeah i'm trying to uh i don't know if i've ever explicitly explicitly told you this vicky but i've been trying to build up my horror capacity yes because of doug and a colleague at work who likes to talk a lot about horror stuff so (laughs) you're such a good um, friend (laughs) (laughs) i went to see megan this year you uh, did you know yeah yeah (laughs) we're gonna work up to dragula that's 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 the the real goal (laughs) (laughs) how about you doug what's your next pick yeah i'm like debating on what to Mm -hmm. do next i didn't order these i'm like ordering them in real time this is very on brand for me um (laughs) but i think that 
there is something significant about it this year. I want to shout out Survivor 45, which is the current season of Survivor. Um, Survivor this year in general was good because Survivor 44 actually kind of was awesome for a bunch of reasons. Uh, there was a there was somebody named Carolyn that I talked about on the podcast oh, from yeah. last season. That's worth noting here as far as like the year in Survivor. But Survivor 45 in particular is notable because for the first time ever, they're doing 90 minute episodes every single week. Um, and so they're able to to show more sort of holistically, which is really awesome. But specifically, I feel like this season has found its voice post 2020 they didn't do any seasons of Survivor in 2020. They took a full hiatus for a year. And when they came back, they were like, this is a new era. This is like effectively a soft reboot mm. of Survivor. And I feel like they kind of couldn't exactly figure out what that meant for them. And mm. I think sometimes they try too hard to veer away from like their 40 season history and pretend it never happened, but sometimes felt like they couldn't escape it. And I feel like survivor 45, they finally struck the right balance. They're doing Mm. like fun new school twists while like honoring a lot of sort of like the older stuff. They're bringing back challenges. We haven't seen in a while. There's something called the survivor auction, which for 30 seasons was like this amazing thing to look forward to. It was like a break in the game where, goofy stuff happened and they took it away uh for reasons that make sense but they just brought it back this season Mm -hmm. and everybody in the audience everybody on the island everybody was like loving it so i really feel like as much as there will always be criticism for whatever the current season is if this is the direction they're going in survivor 45 i'm really excited for the future hell yeah yeah it's awesome i like it i like it a lot (laughs) (laughs) What do you got, Vicky? What's your fourth item? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're on four. So I'm going to follow up from my previous one. So I learned about the Taylor Swift method through a mom account on Instagram. So Hell yes. this is like a general theme. Um, mom blogs, I'm calling them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there is some shit on the internet. There, Literally. Yes. What? Well, yes. There's some very like not helpful, harmful mom mm things mm-hmm. you know like you should this is what it should be like that kind of stuff um right. a, a lot of like pressurey uh not doing enough things and and you know you find those ones not first cool. yeah and yeah. then moms have it hard enough yeah and then you find right? the good stuff and that's like the stuff i've been clinging to lately so uh hey sleepy baby is the one uh she Post, she created the Taylor Swift method, but her whole thing, she's like a sleep consultant, is about oh, cool. norming infant sleep and young kids sleep. So there's a lot of stuff about like sleep training and letting mm. your kid cry it out. And, you know, it's hard because like even in my, my social moms group that I have, it's like, oh, like my kid's sleeping through the night. And I'm like, fuck you. You know, liars. like for you. Liars. All yeah. of you are liars. <laughs> right. You're making it up anyway. Uh, so <laughs> this is, it was really helpful when we were having some sleep troubles, which we still are, but just about like accepting things for how they are and like trying mm-hmm. to create good um, routines that are healthy and like helpful for the baby, but also like good for us. So like, that's been oh, yeah. wonderful. I think I even mentioned um, Big Little Feelings 
a long, long time ago, like pre-baby, uh, mm. because like I knew about this account pre-baby, and it's they their thing <laughs> is like a take on gentle parenting. So like, oh, this is happening. I see that you're feeling upset. You know, like let's talk about that, or like I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, like you're naming emotions, you're creating yeah. a space for a kid to like share how they feel. Um, and I know like those are things that like I need to do for myself or like for friends or for college, <laughs> you know, so it's like good, yeah. healthy stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of folks who talk about like boundaries and how to set boundaries and like where to draw your line and, you know, how to establish like the relationships you want to have and like what's important for you and your family and your kid. Um, so that stuff has been really helpful. Uh, there's a book uh, called Good Inside. Uh, Dr. Becky, I don't know her last name, but she goes by Dr. <laughs> Becky. Uh, and one of the things that she talks about is like two things can be true. So like mm-hmm. we could have a really sucky day, but also like there could be some good elements to it. Like I could feel really mm-hmm. frustrated, but also really grateful for things that are happening and you know like that is Mm -hmm. framed in like kid world but that Mm -hmm. so applies to everything on a daily basis so Mm -hmm. i think the mom blogs the good ones have really helped shift my mindset like as an adult uh and as a parent so they've been important to me this year and i'm grateful that they have free and paid content (laughs) nice yeah i mean that makes sense to me i feel like the stuff that is too focused on like only one element of things and in this case the baby and is forgetting about the parents or is treating the baby like it's something that is not human like Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense as much as something that recognizes it is a human and you are a human Mm -hmm. and there's going to be some overlap despite one being an infant and one being an adult you Mm -hmm. know yeah yeah so it makes sense to me you'd pull stuff from it yeah it's and it's it's hard because like I just talked about this with my boss. Like, you don't necessarily, like, see a kid and think, like, oh, you're having these big feelings. Like, I also have them, too. But, like, they are yeah. humans, you know. Like, we do have a lot of overlap. So it's been interesting to kind of reframe my thoughts this year on, on that stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, emotional intelligence. Oh, yeah. Start it, start it young. Building the empathy and emotional <laughs> intelligence. Please, oh, please, yes. please, please. Yes. yes. Katie, what's your fourth? Yeah, my fourth is going to be another movie. Ooh. And it's another movie. Schmoovie. Where you, uh, schmoovie star. <laughs> uh, where you probably want to go in, again, not knowing much about Ooh. what you're going to see. And that movie is the Barbie movie. Yay! Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. I was wondering so, if that would come up. I was hoping it would come up. <laughs> yeah. I really liked this movie. Um a lot of really good performances in it. A lot of really uh, cool visual elements and interesting and strange things that happen. And also a lot of things that you can really think and reflect on. Uh, so um, I really liked the Barbie movie. And if you have not seen it, I recommend you seeing it. Yeah. It's on home media now. So oh, swing by your library and yep. pick it up. <laughs> Yep, or buy yep, it, yep. you know, either way. But it's yeah. out there. You can find it. It is. It's accessible. Yeah. It's so good. Can you, you two went together to see it, right? Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you remind me of your theater experience? Because I think mine, I, I vaguely remember what you said, and I think mine was very different. Ours was good, I think. We had a, a very pink theater, mm-hmm. so everybody was like clearly 
like in and ready to be there for that mm-hmm. movie. Um, and I feel like there were lots of reactions to things going on. Is that how you remember it, Katie? I think we maybe laughed at more things than other people. Okay. <laughs> that's becoming just our our <laughs> regular experience, I think. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I still can't get over seeing the movie Nope and being oh like the only people laughing. Yeah, truly wild. When I'm pretty certain you're supposed to laugh. It, yeah. There are ridiculous yeah, yeah. moments in things. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my... Uh... We had very few people in pink. I mean, I wasn't in pink, but it was also a last minute decision to go. Mm. Uh, and there were times where I was the only one laughing at things like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come to the movies with us. Yeah. I yeah. Should. The people, <laughs> and I also went later after the release. Mm. So I, mm-hmm. it could have been the people who thought like, oh, I need to go see. It. And then I'm like, oh, this isn't for me. The yeah. woman next to me got up and left for most of it and then came back. Oh, wow. so, yeah so like i don't think she was feeling it um so it was really interesting because yeah i was like i laughed at something and i was the only one i was like oh god like it was a decently <laughs> yeah. filled theater but i was like ooh, this yeah. is yeah it's like, so interesting didn't y'all get the joke I, yeah i laughed i cried i listened oh, nice. to a i think a teen next to me whisper like a kind of a good it's it's going to sound bad when I say it, a queer joke, but like the, something happened in the movie and they whispered over and they were like, it seemed like they were maybe family and being like, <laughs> because they're queer type of thing, like yeah, yeah, to yeah. the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had a, I had a good experience. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I really liked, I'm, I'm so excited that that movie happened and was huge and was as good as it is. And that it was like the closest thing, if not actual, sort of like movie phenomenon we've had yeah, probably since Endgame. Yeah. Mm, like, I don't know good. that there really has been a movie-going phenomenon uh, in about five years. And I I think the fact that it came out in a year where Marvel and Disney uh, really struggled to, like, match their prior performances, not going to get into it because there's a lot of articles that are being real dumb about the Marvels right now. But I do think good movie. Um, (laughs) I do think the fact that uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer were really successful, and those are movies that theoretically are not meant to be franchise movies. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that means we can finally uh, break free from the ubiquitousness that is superhero movies and sequels and large franchises. Not that I dislike them, but it's a bummer when they're your only options, and other movies don't get the opportunity to get made in favor of those yeah yeah also really quick america uh, ferrera did such a good job in that movie and i feel like a lot of people didn't talk about her as much as i think she deserved mm. to be talked about uh, so. agreed yeah she's pretty great <laughs> doug what's your fourth yeah so my fourth is going to be my favorite video game of the year oh it's so good it's spider-man 2 yeah. <laughs> hell yeah it's so good. It's so good. I I had to like prevent myself from immediately playing it a second time oh. because I was like, "Don't do that. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get sick of it," which I don't think would happen. But like, I'm like really excited for whenever New Game Plus drops because I'm oh, that yeah. excited to play it again. Hell like yeah. my computer background here at home and at work are photos from photo mode in. Mm-hmm the game and I have a slideshow because I can't pick which picture I like the most or what I want to feature or whatever. 
Um, it's just, it's so good in so many ways. Um, and, uh, I just, ugh, it, it lived up. I, I bought a PS5 for that game yeah, and amazing. feel extremely validated. Good. <laughs> and bought a Spider-Man PS5. Yeah. I did buy a Spider-Man <laughs> PS5. <laughs> That's so cool. So, yeah, for the first time, I think ever, I have like a... A licensed special, or like yeah. yeah special edition console. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have an ice blue Game Boy Pocket when I was a kid, but that's not like a licensed mm-hmm. property thing. It was just a yeah, yeah, limited yeah. A edition cool color. color. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's so good. I love it, and I can't Aww. wait to find out. Inevitably, there will be some sort of DLC. I'm sure. Yeah, can't wait to see where that goes. Can't wait to see where an inevitable third third game goes. Um, yeah. For reasons I won't say, because I don't think. Uh, everyone's finished it, so I don't want to spoil stuff. Um, but I'm really excited for whatever happens next. Hell yeah. That's awesome. It's incredible. Oh, yay. That makes me so happy for you. Yeah. And I didn't think world, Spider-Man but... Simulator could get better, but it yeah. did. Uh, <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, what's your finale here, Vicky? So this year has been filled with Pokemon. Ooh. Ooh! So it's just like blanket Pokemon is my fifth. Hell yeah! So <laughs> we started with Let's Go. So we we finished it this year. We started nice. Sword and Shield because uh, mm-hmm. we're trying to catch up a little bit. <laughs> uh, played an incredible amount of Pokemon Unite. Hell yeah! And then uh, I was able to go to the North American International Tournament for. Um, we went to watch Unite, but then also learned how to play the card game finally. And I yeah! was so freaking obsessed with the card game. Yes. Tea this just, is so exciting. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I have, for all of those who are in the know, I am playing with a Maridon <laughs> deck. Um, so it's like, wow. yeah, you know, I had like a legitimate <laughs> deck. Uh, I've been playing a lot. Okay. So going to baby land for a second. Um, yeah. I have to pump during the work day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take two pump breaks uh, and it's like 20 to 30 minutes. And I just like go in my little private room and like whatever, whatever. And, you know, I could be working, but I don't think legally I have to be working. And there's also not a desk, so I'm not <laughs> working. Um, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. We, uh, for fun, we call them like my smoke break. I'm taking a smoke break. Um, <laughs> but I Pokemon trading card game online was out but like oh. they did a redo um so i go and i play pokemon like, hell yeah, yeah. And, like, oh i need to get it so we can like can you play can you yeah. play one-on-one like and choose yep yep yeah okay yeah. oh damn hell we yeah. got to get on this katie i know you do because yeah. it's it's I'm a gonna lot download of fun. it and there's right a lot now. of like free like you get things for free and then you know i watch some youtube videos and i know how to like maximize the points i get to buy what i need so like i'm not putting any real money into it um but i did pay real money for real cards to like oh boy um oh real cards real yeah yeah, real cards (laughs) um but the issue is i need a babysitter so that we could actually go to a pokemon tournament and play there's one (gasps) in like two weeks at no- like at noon, so like theoretically, we might just go and take the baby and hope we don't play at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. Send me the oh dates. I'll come gosh. watch your yeah. little baby. Okay, so I can go. That is Pokemon. so exciting. I know. 
Oops. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about well, that. And the, the funny thing is, like, the regional tournament. So there's, like, local tournaments at, like, our game stores. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. that's what we're going to go do. But the regional tournaments and international tournaments are open to anybody who wants to register. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I will probably do that at some point just to say, like, that I played yeah. in say an international Pokemon tournament. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Worlds is the only Hell like yeah. invite only thing and you just need If you ever need a fun fact, there you go. You got know. a new yeah. one. I got to work towards that fun fact. <laughs> so, anyway, Pokémon has always been a big thing. It's probably on my list 2 years ago too, but this year was really uh intentional with the, the card game and the gaming. That was like it was a lot, but it was good stuff. <laughs> all Pokémon all the time. That's cool. There's so many Pokémon I I met for the first time that like are gold mm. and silver and i just never encountered <gasps> them because like i never played oh, those i never played second I gen love so them. <laughs> yeah and lots of new pokies oh, amazing <laughs> yeah. so you're like learning probably scarlet and violet pokemon through the card game well yeah because like maridon and Coridon, yeah. yeah 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 and i are, are from cyclozar Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I well, it's something like that. <laughs> you know, whether I learned Maridon and Coridon or like yeah. you know, Scarlet Violet, whatever. Um, but yeah, I I did not know that. So yeah, all good things. Nice. That's I love that. A good <laughs> yeah. Pokemon year is a good year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I wish they would slow down so that you could catch up. Oh, I know. Can we manifest that for Generation Ten? Slow down. Take your time. I know. Enjoy. Let Vicky catch up. Yeah. 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 Make a game that isn't busted as hell. That too. I know. That's the thing. Is like I don't know. I will play Scarlet and Violet, but like I don't know if that's like what I'm looking forward to. Like I'm really enjoying Sword and Shield, so I'm. I don't want to downgrade. That makes sense. I. What I will say is, like, recently when I was with my raid and battle group or whatever, mm-hmm. we were talking about how annoying it is that the game is, like, the worst performing game, but is, like, our favorite game. Ugh. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's pro- it's probably, like, my favorite or, like, competes for my favorite wow. Pokemon game ever, mm-hmm. but it is just inarguably, like, not made well. They've all the bugs that are like game breaking are gone. That's good. Um, so it's more just like weird, dumb stuff. But is yeah. it funny at least the dumb stuff? I feel like they got rid of all the funny stuff. Uh, yeah, all the things where it's like I'm now twelve feet tall. Uh, they got rid of that. that or my eyes dumb. are now cylindrical cones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yikes. Um, but I'm excited you're still getting to meet the Pokemon from those games. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some really good ones. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. Cool. Katie, what is your last pick of the year? Yeah. My last pick is my biggest pick. Uh, because it's Baldur's Gate 3. Yay! <laughs> A massive ass game oh my gosh. that is so fucking good. Ooh. There are so many. I can't. It's so wild. I've played like. 70 plus hours Damn. I'm like thinking Dang. about what if I my next playthrough <laughs> <laughs> whoa right it's whoa. truly wild there's also a lot of hotties in this game of that course. you can romance so and get with uh shout out to Carlac for my first <laughs> my first uh but I can't wait to romance I don't know if I'll actually romance them all because 
Oh it's gosh. throughout the game and mm. it is like a very big game um but all romance multiple for sure hell yeah uh and it's so good the story is good it's fun to play uh the i really like the battling in it mm. it's there's like cool strategy and things and um it looks cool there's just so many cool things about it the story is cool all the different <laughs> things that can happen right like it's just so cool um and if you ever, if y'all ever end up wanting to play it, uh, I've never played multiplayer, but I feel like that oh, could be fun too. Cool. Uh, so if you ever want to try it out a year from now uh, <laughs> or whatever, yeah. Because I don't, I don't know how if it's multiplayer on your first playthrough. Uh, I don't know. I'm a private gamer at first, so I like mm, to experiencing mm-hmm. things by myself, and then I like yeah. to experience it with others. Uh, but if you're down for your first time to be including me. <laughs> Let me know. I love so much. Genuinely, I'm not being facetious or or making fun of anybody. I love the way people talk about Baldur's Gate 3 because it's like you're talking about a cool friend you have that you just want everybody to meet. Yeah. Like, like, if if you want, like, I can show you. Like, I can introduce you. (laughs) really like them. I know. They're, like, so cool. Like, they might, like, you might be intimidated, but, like, actually, they're super cool. I love it's a really it. Really good way. Yeah. It's so I'm good. It. Yeah. Because <laughs> I really haven't heard anybody talk about it in any way other than like deep admiration. Aww. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Did you play the first two? No. Oh. Huh. Yeah. You don't I, need to. I think most people I know who are playing it have not played the first two. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. The other two games, I know they're on consoles and stuff now, but why play that? When I could play Baldur's Gate three, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's pretty significantly different too. Oh, okay. So, I, I think like it's just so greatly improved that it's yeah. you know, I think yeah. why would I play the other ones is actually a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could just play Baldur's Gate three again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I'm so excited. Eventually, I feel like I will play it. I just don't Hell know yeah. when. I'm still like only scratching the surface of like super mario wonder so yeah i gotta get through a couple things before i embark on Baldur's gate 3 but i want to everything i've heard is good everything it's so fucking good (laughs) so good so doug what's your what's your final uh contribution your final pick yeah my final pick is one uh that made me feel so many things this year my first favorite band reunited and made a new album oh, and it yay. fucking rules oh. it absolutely <laughs> rips <laughs> blink 182 came out with an album <laughs> called one Hell more time yeah. uh they were totally my first favorite band like the first band i was ever like super obsessed with um, made a lot of friends over the this band uh it like hurt my soul when they like officially broke up and then all uh-huh. the like weird sort of drama that sort of like ended up coming to light um and it just felt like so nasty and they tried to get together at one point and it didn't really work and fell apart and so everyone was just sort of like maybe it's never going to happen um and then through through reasons that shouldn't need to be the case which is something they literally put into the album through song uh they finally reunited which is that two of the members of the band had near-death experiences and the member who left the band was like what the fuck am i doing like 
Mm-hmm. Why am I not? Wow. Why am I not with you? You know. Oh. And so they, they like the the oh, title song is all about like why did it take this much for us to like figure this shit out? Oh. Um, and you can feel that throughout the album. Like not every song is about that, but it's interesting. I mean, Blink One Eighty Two is this like skate punk, pop punk band that usually sings about like girls and angst and. Like, sometimes it's weird because they're, like, 40 and they're making new songs about girlfriends. (laughs) But, like, they're all, like, middle-aged men with children. Um, But it's interesting when you listen to this new album. And if you think of all those songs where they're singing about, you know, a relationship with a girlfriend or a new date or something like that. If you listen to all of it as if they're singing about their own selves as a band, like the relationship of the band, it's kind of amazing like it's 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 really really cool i think it is genuinely their best album since that self-titled album um and uh it's really really good and i was really happy and i'm gonna see them next year Uh, i already bought i already bought my tickets so yeah yeah and i'm 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 going with uh, a friend of mine uh who i have grown sort of distant from and so i feel like in the spirit of that album uh we we were messaging and said uh let's go it feels right (laughs) so yeah yeah so i'm pumped new, yeah new pokemon card idea instead of them <gasps> falling in love romantically they fall back in love with their friendship yeah oh. <laughs> i'm gonna convey that via illustration yeah blink 182 <laughs> pokemon yes <laughs> they're just rocking out to blink 182 yeah. <laughs> with toxicity i mean yeah we'll always butcher that name but no i think you're killing rock it yeah, <laughs> literally though it's dead. <laughs> nice. I need to listen to that album. It's good. Soon. I have not. It's good. Okay. There's, I there were a couple songs that grabbed me immediately. I think with any album, there are some mm-hmm. that like took a little longer for me to appreciate, but um, I like it. Yeah. Honestly, I think the worst song is just their lead single, which I feel like I th- happens a lot. I think that's why yeah. I haven't listened to it because I was like, ah, I don't. Not yeah, okay. I think they were trying to be like, it's us, the original Blink-182, so here's a sort of crass song, and it's like, just leave it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yay. But yeah. Good, Good stuff. Picks. Yeah. <laughs> very, very reminded of Yeah, and I'm reminded of things that I wanted to, you know, engage with, but forgot to. Yeah. So yeah. this is good. And I'll probably forget until I listen to this episode again mm-hmm. when it's released. <laughs> <laughs> Things to check out. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Any uh, real quick almost made the lists? Because I absolutely have one that I was debating putting on here and was like, no. Ultimatum Queer Love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was good, such good a pick. momentous good uh, pick. What month and a half of my life. Yeah. Uh, it's still honestly going on for me. I think about it constantly. <laughs> I think about it constantly. There are times where I'm like seeing something and I'm like, this reminds me of queer love. <laughs> this reminds me of the ultimatum. Or like, I'm wondering what they're doing. I'm like, are they ever going to be back on TV? Cause I want to see them back on TV. Oh my goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was almost there. Yeah. That did not make my list. I, I That's something I watched during what? my smoke breaks, but I, I don't know what y'all are thinking about. Like it was, it was good and dramatic, but like, ugh. Uh, it's, There's it's, layers, Vicky. Yeah. It's culture. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I didn't have uh, any I, maybes. No maybes? Mm-mm. I had um, a 
Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. Um, yeah. Tatki. Also, is that what you called it? Yeah, Tatki. 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 Yeah. As, as it's See, everybody more, is saying it. More well known. Um, yeah. And then uh, Burrow's End, which is mm. the current Ooh. season of uh, Dimension 20 actual play um, on Dropout that is about stoats. What? Yeah. I didn't understand a single word you said. <laughs> I heard dropout, so I like half yes. to contextualize so, it. It's it's a cast of uh, again like actors, comedians, improv artists who are playing D and D together, Dungeons ah, and Dragons. Okay. But uh, this setting, they are the animal that all the characters are animals known as stoats, um, which is not a very common animal. And uh, a lot of stuff happens in it, and it's fucking wild. They like. Abria Iyengar is the uh, person who's kind of bringing everybody along, right? They're the, I forget exactly what she uses, game master, dungeon master, and she is spinning such a tale, and she is mm. inspiring and working with, like, the art department and everything, and they're really going all out. Shoot. So it's a very good season. Oh, nice. I haven't watched more than, like, half an hour of it, but every single thing I've seen, I'm like... The art department is popping off. Yes. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it's such a good such a good thing. Yeah. That's awesome. A stoat is like a small It's like a weasel kind of small thing. Tiny. Like a mole? Yeah. No, it, it's hairy. I don't know if moles are hairy. Yeah. Um it's it's like a tiny weasel. Okay. Kind of. Not a big They're weasel. Cute. Not a big <laughs> not a weasel. Not a weasel. Big weasel. Big weasel. Find that little, that big guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I still never did. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. If you want to let us know your faves from this year, please do so by emailing us at novelgamingpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at novelgamingpod. Yeah, and if you enjoy what we do, please rate, review, and subscribe to Novel Gaming wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to check out the Glitterjaw Podcast Collective for other cool, queer podcasts. We'd all be super grateful for it. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with our last book club of the year. Yeah. What's the book? Yeah, the book is uh, The Bell in the Fog by Lev A.C. Rosen, which is the second book in the Andy Mills Detective uh, series. So we read the first one, Lavender House, um, which was mostly very, very good. We did enjoy it, uh, minus one sort of uh, nagging complaint. Oh, yeah. Um, But it was good enough that uh, I wanted to choose the second one for for this book club. Nice. And we'll, we'll hope that that one thing is sort of not present again. Correct. It would be yes. wild if it were, given that these are mysteries. Oh. Yes. <laughs> if it's the same thing, that'd be yeah. wild. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Bye. 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 Bye.